utmost for his highest. Well, praise the Lord. It is so good to get to go through utmost for his highest with you. If you want to follow along, you can go to utmost.org and read along for yourself the evidence of new birth. Today is August the 15th. You must be born again. You must be born again. This is John 3, 7. The answer to Nicodemus' question, how can a man be born when he is old, is only when he is willing to die to everything in his life, including his rights, his virtues, his religion, and will, welcomes willingly to receive into himself a new life that has never been experienced. This new life exhibits itself in our conscious repentance and through our unconscious holiness. But as many received him, it is my knowledge of Jesus, the result of my own internal spiritual perception, or is it only what I have learned through listening to others? Is there something in my life that unites me with the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior? My spiritual history must have as its underlying foundation as a personal knowledge of Jesus Christ. To be born again means that I could see Jesus. Unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. Am I seeking only for the evidence of God's kingdom, or am I actually recognizing his absolute sovereign control? The new birth gives me a new power of vision by which I begin to discern God's control His sovereignty was there all the time, but with God being true to his nature, I could not see it until I received his very nature myself. Whosoever has been born again of God does not sin. Am I seeking to stop sinning or have I actually stopped? To be born of God means that I have his supernatural power to stop sinning. The Bible never asks, should a Christian sin? The Bible emphasizes and states that a Christian must not sin. The work of the new birth is the effect in us that we do not commit sin. It's not merely that we have the power not to sin, but that we actually have stopped sinning. Yet, John, 1 John 3.9 says that it does not mean that we cannot sin. It simply means that if we will obey the life of God in us, that we do not have to sin. Now, Going through that, I, it leads me to just a couple of days ago. I at work, I had a question. A, a person at work came through and, and asked me if I had accomplished this. And, and I said no, which was a lie. And the, the Holy Spirit immediately, immediately corrected me. And I was like, that's wrong. Lord, please forgive me. And I had to wait a couple of days just to see the person again and, and say, hey, look, uh, what I did was completely wrong. It was, it was sin. It was wrong. I lied to you. Uh, and, and I'm sorry. And please forgive me. And I don't want this to be a division in our relationship. And immediately, God worked through it. It was glorified through it. I mean, the person was shocked. Actually had a hard time accepting the apology. It was like, no, it's, it's my fault. Like, that's what I did. And by owning the sin... I know I have to longer walk in it or think about it or feel bad about it or anything. It's free. I'm gone. I'm, 
I'm walking in the light as Jesus is in the light. And that's my encouragement to you. This is a delightful, at most for his highest, it's intended new birth in us to draw us close to Jesus, to help us walk well perfectly with him. Not because of anything I do, because I am imperfect, but because of everything the Son of God is working through me. And I pray that's an encouragement to you. God bless you. Have a delightful day in the Lord.